Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast on your Friday. Happy Friday. Clark and I are in 2 Peter chapter 3. Um, excited about it. It's good stuff. It's going to be helpful, I think, for my day. Hope it's helpful for your day. Mm-hmm. Clark, you wanna? Uh, you have some good factoids, so let's. You kick it off. You kick it. You know what, Bob? I would love to. Um, good. <laughs> what Peter's coming up against here is people who have distorted theology. Theology that's whack, and the reason why he's having a kind of frustrating conversation with them, or I'd say a tense conversation. Again, this is Peter's last writing. He's about to die. Mm-hmm. And what people are saying is like, Peter, we don't believe you because Jesus Christ should have already come back. Like, yeah, he died. We were told he ascended. He said he was coming back. And evidently these people in, in, the, in the church of Rome, at mm-hmm. least, thought that he was going to be back in weeks or months, if not years. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying he's not back yet. So you Pete, guys are full of it. I don't know <laughs> if I'm buying what you're selling, dude. That's exactly what they're getting at. And Mm. Peter's response here, specifically in chapter three, is you are short-sighted. And there's a lot more to look at here. So that's the context and really want to frame up the conversation for chapter three. We can dive into the the weeds of it now. Weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think mine. So that's a, a great understanding of what's going on. I think I was just looking at it just like super practically. And so I'm going to read. Um, let's see, see here. Just just verse one. Dear friends, this is now my second letter. I've written both of them as reminders to stimulate you, interesting, to wholesome thinking. And so what, as you continue to read chapter three, what I was keeping in the back of my mind was how they're looking toward, you know, the end because they're talking about like what's going to happen? When's Jesus going to come back? So they're specifically a lot looking at like timing and why it had, like Clark was saying, like why he hasn't come back yet. And I think the encouragement here, literally from verse one from Peter is remember, like I'm writing this so that we can remember. Mm-hmm. And so he goes on and he says, like Clark's going to kind of lay out here too, like there's a bigger picture. So as you're looking forward, can we hold on to the things that we know, even though they're not right in front of us? And mm. so he talks about like creation. Um, he's talking about timing and how God, you know, he's not slow to keep his promises as some understand slowness. Mm. And so again, there's these kind of big concepts. Um, and so the encouragement, you know, I think that there's a lot of us that might say like, when we look at uncertainty or when we look at things that are just, you know, unknown, um, haven't happened yet, we're hoping will happen. Um, there's, there's those questions that pop up, you know, with timing, with what God's doing, with where he's at. And I just was really encouraged in this message practically today out of chapter three to remember, remember who God is, remember what he's done. And so Peter says that, um, let's see, Clark, what verses is that creation? Is that verse four? Um, at creation verses 10 through 13 he kind of talks about like heaven and sky 
Well, I'm going to read verses like five, I think. But they, yes, they deliberately forgot. So like essentially when we talk about like, when is he coming? That's verse four. And then verse five, they deliberately forgot that long ago by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of the water and by water. By those waters, also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. And so essentially we're just getting like a a reminder of like, hey, don't forget who God is and what he's done and that he's got you. Honestly, I had two little... um, Two little lines from Grandpa Corver come to my head. One of them, Clark, you're probably going to guess. Do you know what I'm thinking in this? Like holding the past while we're looking forward. Robot vision Robo into the vision. future. Yep. <laughs> and then the other one is, I think, I, I could be wrong here. This is Cruz in here too, but I think one of Grandpa's favorite parts about the Thanksgiving service um, at Emmanuel was when the whole church would sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. And we would sing that after with all the little babies on stage. And then he would sing, he's got the little bitty babies in his hand. <laughs> and so I feel like Second Peter chapter 3 is just encouraging me to, as we look toward uncertainty, as we look at things that are unknown, um, number one, there are things that we can know. Like we're going to talk about that with good theology. Number two, hang on to those things. Like hang on to what we know about who God is, about what he's done. Um, and then number three, can we like, can we just believe that, that little song yeah. that he's got the whole world in his hands? And Clark was saying too in the past that this is in the past episode on Wednesday, that these are, you know, some of Peter's final words. And so I'm just taking that with a little extra like gusto too, with Peter's really giving this to them saying like, you like believe it, mm. you know, I, you thinking, I just Clark? keep cracking up on the, the timeline, like. I think of (laughs) every parent's nightmare on a road trip. Yeah. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? (laughs) I was laughing. Some friends of ours from church, um, their their kids are older now, but they told us when they would go on long road trips, they would get $10 Mm -hmm. and they would convert the $10 into 10 silver dollars and they give them to their kids. I remember. And every time one of the children would say, are we there yet? They'd have to fork over one of their dollars. They're literally being paid. They're literally being paid to be quiet. And I was like, that is genius. And by the end of the we have a ton of kids, so we might go broke doing this, Bob, but we could try because I know they're going to ask. We don't go anywhere. We'll recoup that money. (laughs) Yeah. Going to Huntington Beach. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? That's true. Help me, Jesus. Um, So why is, why is God taking so long? And I like what he says in Mm. verse eight, kind of continuing where you left off. Okay. He said, do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years Mm -hmm. and a thousand years are like a day. And so translation, God's timeline is different from our timeline. Our concept of time is limited. I would say God is outside of our space and our time. Sure, he's here with us. He lives in the heart of the believer. Mm -hmm. The spirit's working. He is speaking to us through nature. Look at Romans 1. But God is outside our finite ability to understand these things. And he's reminding us here, don't forget that God's timeline is very different. When you go to verse nine, like he had mentioned already, talking about the patience of God. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, he's patient with you, Mm -hmm. not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so when I think about that, I think about God, yeah, you're being patient. People are suffering now, but at the same time, the gospel is being spread. Right, And so... Why has God taken so long? Well, the Holy Spirit's working. The kingdom of God is breaking through. The church is spreading, not only in North America, but especially the world. 
And then he transitions to the next couple of verses and he talks about this day of the Lord. And he's alluding back to the prophet Isaiah and to Zephaniah. And basically he's saying that one day when the Lord comes back, heaven, the sky itself is going to be peeled back. And the imagery given is that all the evil on earth is going to be exposed and God's justice is going to be at hand. And so God loves the world and because he loves the world, he will come back and he will be just. Right now he's being patient because he wants more people to hear the gospel. He wants more people to repent and more people to believe. And when he does come back, he will confront evil. And Mm -hmm. all wrongs will be made right, including the things, you know, that we contributed to. But when you're Mm -hmm. in Christ, there's no fear of where am I going when I die? It's the holiness of God is coming and it's going to be unlike anything we could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about, you know, the timeline and God coming back, I'm just like, Remembering God put you here on earth right now for a purpose. And do you Mm. remember that? And do you believe that? Mm. Sometimes we kind of start going through and it's easy to get caught up in routine. And routine can be a great thing. It can be a gift. Habits and habit stacking. But we got to remember why we're here. What we're called to do. And who who knows when Jesus is coming back, right? Right. Tomorrow, next year, I don't know. But mm. we're called to live with purpose. And God put us, he could have put us here in 1700. Mm-hmm. Thank God he didn't. Or 1800 or even Clark 1900. always says that. I'm so glad to live in. <laughs> I'm so glad I live where, at this time. I mean, sure, things are crazy, but man, we we have it good here. We have it real good. I like my bed. I like my my awesome van. These kind of things. But um, God put us here at this time for a purpose. So just remember that. Um, and then how Peter ends this whole conversation is he ends this letter talking to the people who are doubting him, talking to them who have distorted theology. And essentially he says, don't take scripture out of context and don't you dare twist my words. So here's, you want to read verses 14 through 18 as we kind of wrap up, Bobby? Indeed. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand. (laughs) Amen. Which ignorant uh and unstable people distort. Oh yeah, distort like you were saying, as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the air of lawless men and fall from your secure position, but grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Hmm. All right. So, hey, as we wrap up, you know, episode three, um, just remember that God put you here for a reason, 2022. Um, God desires to use you for his glory. There's going to be people saying all kinds of crazy things like Bobby opened up with. You have to remember, remember, um, have your memory be stimulated with wholesome thinking that comes from the scriptures. (laughs) Mm. And we just can't stray from that. Mm -hmm. And as we look at that, we're saying, okay, God, I'm not sure when you're coming back, but how are you going to use us? Mm -hmm. And if you're a young family and you have kids that ask you, are we there yet? Maybe you consider going to the bank 
and getting some silver dollars and paying your kids <laughs> using that method. The Bowsma method. You guys, I actually, so I, I was stimulated as you were talking by Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I want to share this just brief little story. You were talking about routine and about how really, you know, we have these things and patterns in our lives that we do because, you know, we have to do them mm-hmm. like eating meals. But can we submit those things unto the Lord so that we could say, hey, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? So that as I'm making food, as I'm, you know, doing laundry, as I'm driving to work, um, it can be a thing that honors you. And so actually... Just this last uh, couple of days, I was out, same thing, running errands, just something like I had to pick up. And I had a, a moment where I thought, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm just going to listen. You know, am I am I done? Am I done running errands? And there was an invitation to go to a farmer's market. Mm. And I thought, wow, I haven't done that for, you know, a while. Like, that sounds fun. Okay. Um, so I, real quick, you know, I had about 20 minutes, like, let me, oh, but I should get back, but Clark's home, you know, I'm sure it's kind of getting wild and crazy and all, am I sure I got, no, okay. So I end up going and I kid you not, I park, walk out and within three steps of walking out, there was someone who I knew I needed to talk to. (laughs) I love it. And it was a Holy Spirit conversation. It wasn't just like a, Hey, catch up, you know, um, it, it was just great to touch base with this person and I was really blessed. And so just you know random example wanted to give you guys that i felt prompted in but uh thanks for listening and like every I remember everything that clark said as he wrapped up because he wrapped up so beautifully and then i jumped in so i love it i love it <laughs> hey god bless you happy friday and we hope to see you at church on sunday all right god bless you bye-bye the lord bless you and keep you don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord Turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.